and welcome to another episode of Midnight Mingles. Today we will be um, uh, talking about aliens. Are they out to get our fry bread? Uh, Sunny, what are your thoughts on this topic? Yes. They are out to get our fry bread? Always. It's actually interesting. Um, you said you were watching a documentary. Yes. Or something like that. We were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about for episode two. And... Uh, she brought up the idea of sky people, star people, aliens, whatever you like to call them. And it was really interesting because it has been around for a really, really long time. Yeah, I've watched actually quite a few documentaries about uh, aliens and that sort of topic. And I, I've noticed that there's been a lot of connections with uh, aliens and um, extraterrestrial activities that have taken place um, multiple places on the Earth like Egypt, Mexico, Alaska, uh, here in North America, you know, like it just seems to be like such an interesting topic. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of got uh, sucked down that rabbit hole, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a definitely interesting, like uh, even Nana has brought up, you know, sky people and stuff like that. And even in Chiging, uh, there have been reports of seeing stuff and other things like that that have like creeped them out. Um, I saw like a really bright light once, but I just yeah. assumed it was kids playing in the bush. Yeah. Um, I was on the back, on a back road heading to Sudbury mm -hmm. and there was like this big like white light in yeah. the bush, like just almost blinded me. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I was not. I was like, you fucking stupid kids yeah. in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> bunch of rednecks. Like I was, I was upset. And then further down the road, probably about like a good 20 minutes or so it happened again. And again, it was this big white light just coming out from the trees, like the bush line. And it, it was in the marsh and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, kids aren't going to fucking walk, walk themselves through the marsh just to just like get a rise yeah. out of somebody, or maybe they would. I don't know, I don't but I was like, I need to get off this road like now. <laughs> like, I need to get the hell out of here. So have you had any kind of like experiences, I guess, that you would call, um, you know? Um, you know what? I actually, I have not. And I will admit that I am entirely grateful that I haven't had such experiences <laughs> She doesn't leave her house, guys. <laughs> I don't leave my house. I uh, live under a rock. But it, it was... Um, multiple rocks. You live multiple. under multiple rocks. <laughs> I do. I live under multiple rocks. It just seemed like... Um, I don't know if I would necessarily like fear if I saw something extraterrestrial. Or I do have a very healthy... Um, I want to say a very healthy like boundary and respect for the unknown, whether we're talking paranormal, extraterrestrial. Uh, there's another one that I'm trying to think of that I, I can't really cryptids and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I have a very healthy respect for them. And um, I realize that, you know, there, there sometimes can be linked truths to these. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so in your research, like what, what stuck out to you most, like during your watching your documentaries? Um, what stuck out to me the absolute most is that um, they brought, like, they weren't seen as, as a threat, these, these 
uh, star people or sky people, however you would like to refer to them. Um, it, it has been um, said that they they bring teachings to us and they they bring um, outer knowledge of like the cosmos and stars and stuff like that, which I thought was was really interesting throughout all of my research. Um, even uh, I was looking on a website called Paranormal Forman, uh, for, Forum net and it said uh, that Native Americans typically don't fear aliens as they were open to receiving the the teachings from the star people which I thought was really interesting and then it had also stated somewhere that they were often seen as like our our ancestors from above okay because I was gonna say like I probably wouldn't be trying to fight somebody like probe down from the sky either <laughs> I'd be like just Listen to what they got to say. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't try to scalp an alien, I you guess. You know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do that either, to be honest. Um, I would definitely be open to their teachings that they have. They, they've obviously been out there and I feel also a little like being here underneath my many rocks. <laughs> you know, as much as like, outer space is the road less traveled yeah you know it must be lonely so i'd imagine like when they got here they're just like let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) it would be a whole lot of nothing they're like i saw the shooting star crazy (laughs) pluto really is just a big rock Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so what else? What else did you find? Um I was I I was watching this other documentary and I will leave um links to all of my sources that uh that I'm referring to right now um in the uh, description. Description, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Um In this documentary that I was watching, um, they were saying that, uh, what was it here? The Hopi believe that the earth is no longer in balance. And they they had also believed that these extraterrestrial beings could have offspring with, um, with women creating what they often called sacred children. Mm-hmm. And then they believed that these sacred children were, um, their job was to uh, re- rebuild or remake the earth and rebuild or re- remake um, human society as the, they, those, the Hopi pe- people believe that we are no longer in balance with the earth. Wait, so you're saying... That the Hopi people, from the research, yeah, they believe that there's a possibility of them coming back to mate with indigenous people or just people in general to make these sacred children. Sacred children, so that way they can restore balance to Earth. Yeah, that's it. Was kind of like vague when I read it. That was my interpretation of it. Mm. I mean, it was kind of like I don't really know how. Or that's what they believed to have to have had happen yeah in the past in the past oh okay okay yeah like it it was really like subject to interpretation mm. so i mean take what i'm saying with like a grain of salt and if you want to do your own research by all by <laughs> she's all means, also dyslexic and yeah. um she also <laughs> like 
she has ADHD. So if you read it and you realize that's not what they said at all, please let us know. Yeah, because I'm taking like, her word for it at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you could be like, oh my god, that is not what they said at all. That is not like it could very well be like that kind of a scenario where I just completely misinterpreted what they were saying. But to an extent, I do. Um, I do agree with the fact that they did say that we are off balance like we're not yeah, yeah. as in touch with the earth as we once were mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um interestingly enough like i'm pretty sure across the globe any indigenous nation would essentially agree with that um but that is because of displacement and you know residential schools um the stereotypes that are out there mm-hmm. right so are you like if we're talking the world as a whole, um, the way I view it is non-Indigenous nations were really just divide and conquer, right? Yes. So that's how I don't, it's hard. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's my specialty. <laughs> but I mean, that's not to say that there aren't certain people also kind of, and I hate using the word allies, but are trying to help indigenous yes. people as well. And interesting story, we were talking with our other sister, uh, her name's Miranda, and she had sent us a message through our sister chat talking about how her and her boyfriend were actually asked to go on reserve and figure out if there was any um, um, unmarked graves. And they found what, like 130? just on sides of roads and stuff like that. And uh, it was, it was really gut wrenching. It was really Mm -hmm. hard to hear because these are the issues that we still face today. And this is happening right now. And I mean, Canada has only been around for 150, you know, 54 years, 53 years, something like that. But that is, that's not that long ago. No, it's not. You know, like Betty White, died at 99 Mm -hmm. that wasn't that wasn't that long ago that this is all happening and you know again media has stopped covering um the unmarked graves the Mm -hmm. every child matters because it's no longer important to them they you know like it's so meet like media is so controlled by Mm -hmm. what people talk about that it's kind of disgusting that we're still finding our children we're still trying to bring them home and we're still trying to right those wrongs as indigenous people and this is what happens you know like it's not talked about anymore you're not going to see on facebook on any platform really right now Mm -hmm. that this is still happening they are still finding unmarked graves Mm -hmm. and that um miranda even said that there was bodies on top of each other Mm -hmm. you know and you hear these stories and you're like oh my god like my ancestors my people that sucks but for it to be so close to home mm-hmm. you know like for Miranda to see with her own two eyes what has happened mm-hmm. and for her to to be there and really take that in mm-hmm. and ha- like have it so close to home you know like I, yeah. I felt that for her and it was also crazy because she um her 
boyfriend had met like sent me a voice message after mm-hmm. and was like we ran out of flags to mark all the bodies yeah like that's crazy mm-hmm. that's insane like we we just um we're at a point i think in our in our like evolution where we do need to learn how to live not just amongst each other but on the earth as well exactly like it's been... well, and it's it's so weird too because again like there's so many things going around with covid 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 mm-hmm. right and when it first came out i was like this is mother earth correcting itself like yes. we fucked up like that's that's genuinely like what i believe i'm not an overly educated person i'm not going to try to say that i am okay like i know that there are some loops in research obviously i i definitely get to the point where I'm like, okay, no, I'm done for the day. And I'm done for a while, not yeah. just the day. Yeah. But I genuinely believe that Mother Earth was is so sick right now. And she's like, no, I I gotta find some e- equilibrium here. Yeah. You know, you guys are taking too much. You're using too much. Um, we don't give offerings like we used to. We don't do ceremony mm-hmm. like we used to. And that is a direct cause from residential schools and... Um, other such things. Sorry, it's a really serious podcast today. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, we're, we're hitting on some really deep, deep um, conversation topics. Deep see, topics. I I was doing like some research, and um, it there was a an indigenous prophecy, and I I can't remember from which clan or nation this was from because it it was really late at night when I was doing this research, but. One thing that did stick out to me was um, the the person that was speaking in this in this interview article thing that I was reading. He said we're we're getting really close to the renewal time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think if you take a step back and you is that look the at, um, the eighth fire prophecy that you're talking? I about? think so. Yeah, yeah, because he he was talking about how like there's. Um, there's a renewal time and then there was, um, uh, oh, I can't remember it now. I feel so bad. But yeah, like um, the renewal time he said is, is coming up for mm-hmm. Mother Earth and uh, all, all of us to just kind of like reset yeah. And, yeah. and find that balance again. And um, he said that the, the prophecy said that like we would see America come and go. And that can be really subject to interpretation yeah. versus what's going on with the politics, what's going on environmentally, what's going on with the people spiritually. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, like it was it was a really, really deep um, subject that that really like resonated with me mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. that in that aspect of looking for these extraterrestrial beings. And that was one of the, the prophecies, I think, that that came up. Yeah. So with with that in mind, um, with you being an indigenous person, urban, I'm going to call you an urban indigenous. Mm -hmm. I agree. um, How do you feel learning all of this? Like, what are your next steps? Do you feel like it is your sole responsibility from learning this to be um, restoring balance within yourself? How can you do that? Um, Is that something that you're interested in now going forward, being that urban indigenous um, perspective. You know what? I'm going to say absolutely. I, I do want to 
find balance within myself because I feel like if I find balance within myself, then I, I'll be able to help others find balance within themselves. And then maybe if enough of us find balance within ourselves, then we can start as a community finding balance and yeah. restoring, mm -hmm. you know, the damages that we have done to the earth. It's just, it, 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 it's a topic that hit me really, really deep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And being an urban indigenous person, like learning all of these things, like I, I didn't, know that we called them you know star people or sky people mm -hmm, like I was mm -hmm. like oh aliens you know because I I wasn't around our culture yeah enough to know these stories aside from what you have told me yeah it, it's definitely interesting because we are a little bit of back history here um Becky and I we've always been very close um we grew up together kind of deal but at the same time I was raised on res up until uh off and on up until 12 mm -hmm. you have always been in hanmer yes you've always been a valley girl yeah in hanmer ontario guys um so whereas i got some of these stories i got a lot from nana papa mm -hmm. and the community you know um danced growing up uh lost track of that through my party phase and my you know depression and stuff but started getting back into it again yeah um so there's a lot that I guess I didn't realize the knowledge I had and I didn't pass on to you, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know? So is that something with you learning all of this now, is that something that's a little bit resentful towards me is not sharing that um, knowledge or is it like, you know, like what are your thoughts on that for me? Cause me being an older sister, mm -hmm. I have always prided myself on being that older sister yeah. I've always taken that responsibility very seriously but I guess I didn't do my part in taking care of you spiritually so you know I I wouldn't I don't hold any resentment towards you whatsoever I mean it, it is you're you're doing your part now yeah. you know like by by us talking about you know extraterrestrial beings and star people and and the blue star and like all of these these things like prophecies and stuff it, it I'm learning now mm -hmm. and I, the other thing too was in learning these things I, I went to Catholic school growing up yeah so in learning these things I finally start to understand why I didn't really feel um as connected with like the bible and all that other kind of because mm -hmm. it it just sat with me different, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, this has been like a really, really good learning curve I think for that's, me. that's so intriguing. I think that's so weird because um, I hear a lot from Indigenous, like urban Indigenous and, you know, um, people, um, people who are specifically displaced by like um, adoption and uh, foster care and stuff really not fit in mm -hmm. with non-Indigenous community and feeling there's something missing, something is not right with their identity. Is that something that you felt growing up? I want to say yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other thing too was like, I couldn't understand, like, I couldn't understand, like when my teacher told me that dogs didn't go to heaven. Yeah. And I, I couldn't understand why not because yeah. that dog has a spirit yeah 
And then when like a tree would get chopped down or whatever, I would feel sad for the tree. Yeah. Because the tree in my mind was a living spirit. Mm -hmm. It was a spirit Mm -hmm. and all of the spirits go to the afterlife. Yeah. You know, so it was really, really eye opening for me to um, once I started doing these, this research that uh, that I've been doing, it's, it's really been eye opening and helping me understand why I felt the way that I felt. Yeah. And another thing that I really wanted to ask you, this is really intriguing to me, is um, there is a thing called like the token native where, you know, any person will come up to an indigenous person and really just ask the questions. And again, with so much displacement, so much intergenerational trauma, we don't have all the answers. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of the knowledge is lost. A lot of it is taken, you know, out of context or, you know, so I would, this happened to me a lot in high school where it'd be like, well, you get your school free. Mm -hmm. You don't have to pay taxes. Do you actually have to pay taxes? Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, kind of stuff like that. Did that happen to you a lot growing up too? Like, were, like, were you kind of the token native of the friend group? I was always the token native. It was really funny because we, I was sitting in my um, class, I decided to take a native studies class in high school. And uh, ironically, the teacher was really, really white and his name was Mr. Brown. (laughs) And... um, he started off the class he goes oh so guys today we're gonna talk about reservations and he looked at me nobody else in the class but me yeah and I'm like uh okay like I've been to our res but I don't know that much about it so because I was the only well, indigenous person in the class, he was looking to me to answer, to answer these questions. Yeah. And you're like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because again, you're only like, what, 16? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like, first of all, if he said reservations, that's wrong. That's US. We are reserves. They're reservations. Um, yeah. I've had kind of the same things happen. And I, I'm pretty sure that's every... I'm pretty sure every Indigenous person out there has been the token native of some conversation, some friend group. (laughs) Like, ridiculous. Um, Because, again, that would happen to us, um, my friends and myself, Mm -hmm. in university. Yes. And I'm like, I'm here to learn. I'm not your teacher. I'm not being paid to do this. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Go ask the professor. And if they don't have answers for you, it is their job. To figure that shit out. Yeah. I I even took um, like a a course in social work and all like pretty much, I'm going to say about 90% of all of her facts were inaccurate. Oh. And there was a question on the final exam. I forget what the question was, but it was so like just wrong. Mm-hmm. That my entire essay for that exam was how she needed to educate herself, some sources on where she could educate herself, the whole shebang. Yeah. Luckily, she took it as a learning experience and passed me <laughs> because <laughs> they, it totally, again, foot in mouth. I'm good at the foot in mouth. I'm yeah. good at the uh, you're wrong, especially when I know you're wrong. If I, if I could be wrong, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll go and do my research, come back to you and be like, actually, you were wrong. Yeah. I had a feeling, but I didn't know. <laughs> but I'll bring it back up again. Um, so is there anything else that kind of got to you? Um, the, the thing that kind of like stuck out too was, um, that there's been speculations that extraterrestrial life has been visiting us humans for like millions of years. Mm -hmm. And, um, like these, these stories can be (laughs) depicted in, um, how do you say it? Petroglyphs? Yep. Yeah. And in these, I saw like a few pictures of these and they were like, really. Yeah. I think you were shocked. You, yeah, you were shocked because you brought mm-hmm. that up to me I did. and I was like, no, yeah, we, we do. We did that here. As yeah. Well. And you were like, no. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I can take you to go see some. That would they're, be. <laughs> they're beautiful. They're absolutely gorgeous. And it's, it's so insane because those are your people. Mm-hmm. You're walking the same exact steps to see the story that they put down for you. Like when you think of that, boom, like I, your, your mind yeah. is blown because that's why they put them there in the first place to, to pass on that knowledge, to pass on all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you are literally standing in their footsteps. It's, it's magical. It is. It really you is. Know? I've it's kind of given me like a whole new, perspective I never know known that I could ever acquire yeah Yeah. it's it's we can take you to go see some you know it's it's beautiful it's I can't I can't even begin like it's there's so many special places where we live here you know Mm -hmm. it's just so exciting so with that um we're at 24 six now 26 Mm -hmm. minutes so we're almost done we're about 26 minutes in um guys thank you for tuning in i guess we'll start to wrap this up um if there's any um questions comments concerns or any future uh topic ideas that you think that you would like to hear from us feel free to uh drop us an email at uh, midnightminglespodcast at gmail.com all lowercase and we will do our best to get back to you yeah and if you like if you guys want a part two let us know because this has been interesting yeah, and we got to some really deep, dark places there for a second. But I mean, that's, that's what we're about. You know, yeah. like we're, we can bring on the laughs and we can bring on the serious topics. I think that's what's, and it's so easy because we're sisters. We can, we can cut the bullshit with each other. Oh yeah. We're not walking on eggshells. No. You know? So, I mean, again, any comments, questions, whatever, feel free to get back to us. We would love to hear from you guys. And Again, that this would be at midnightminglespodcast at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram, midnightmingles. Midnight um, yeah, that's, yeah, I that's... think that's about it for our social media right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, we also also have jobs. Yeah, we so have jobs. this is our this is our kind of hobby that we be doing. But thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys had a great time listening. Hope to see you next time see you we're not see on video you. yeah we're not on oh, oh my gosh hope to, hope to hear you next time <laughs> <laughs> all right bum up everybody bum up